0: welcome back to Rally Caps, a podcast for the creative entrepreneur building a business for the long haul. We uh, have a very special guest
1: today. He's been to virtually every country in the world.
0: Uh, he works with Canon, yes, he, that Canon.
1: Yeah, he has creamy turtlenecks and yep. he wears them frequently.
0: Dopest shoe collection you've ever seen in your life. He's an actual rap artist. Yep. Fantastic hat collection that I'm looking at in his room right and, now. He
1: does a pretty sick Peter McKinnon uh, roast. If uh, if I do say so. Cut to
0: that roast. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sam Newton. It's Sam Newton, ladies What's and gentlemen. Up? Let's go. Hi
1: everybody. How's it going? Thanks for having me. This is like our first in person outside of maybe Mark in season one.
0: We have not we've done I think two We, we started three. in twenty twenty. Two or three, yeah. yeah. We started in the land of no human contact. Yeah. So it was tough. Yeah. Yeah, very virtual. But now we're in person. Where
2: else would you rather be than
1: in my bedroom?
0: <laughs> <laughs> With the beautiful art displayed behind
1: you. Yeah. I'm not talking about your uh, travel posters. Yeah. I'm talking about your face photoshopped oh,
2: yeah. yeah. on our logo. People on audio don't appreciate what yeah. we're looking at right now. Yeah,
0: maybe we'll post it on Instagram or something. <laughs> we might need a YouTube cut of this one just so people just can, can see, see that. that. Yeah, <laughs> for yeah. sure. Instagram post, definitely. Also staring at maybe uh, a like museum quality print of you and on canvas. you and your buddies on canvas <laughs> in some creamy turtlenecks.
2: That's in New Zealand. It's me and my uh, buddies, Luke and Chase. We bought matching. That's when the, the turtleneck was born. Oh, we man. all bought turtlenecks at H&M and uh, there was five of us running around New Zealand and we all got turtlenecks and we should just, we're running around in like black pants and turtlenecks and just thought it was hilarious. We literally rented out a minivan. It was so funny. Yes. We're driving around New Zealand in a minivan and it's five guys in turtleneck. Uh, and that's- All five of, of you? All five of Yeah, we put them on. Um, and that's, unfortunately, I was the one where it stuck. They, all, they were all, all able to get rid of the turtleneck. For me, uh,
1: it became- uh, it's, It feels was, a little more iconic
2: yeah, now, yeah. My life.
1: Wow. Yeah, I mean, did did people see you doing that?
2: Oh yeah. To oh yeah. It was one of those things where like, <laughs> if you're doing weird shit by yourself and people see you, like if you're vlogging in in public, you're you're well, very self conscious about it. Mm-hmm. But If you're doing weird shit and you have like four of your boys next to you doing mm-hmm. it, then it becomes a party and you're like, hey, look <laughs> at
0: us. Yep. Yeah. People are like, I think that might actually be the next big thing. Yeah, like, we we're they're on to something. We we're on
2: these like this tour in Milford Sound where it's just all like dad photographers and parents and it's like this like was like cruise me. tour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, you are the Deptiver. Uh But like cruise tours and and uh, it's just everyone, you know, on honeymoons and, mm-hmm. and then it's just us <laughs> five all in our <laughs> turtlenecks. <laughs> just running amok. Like it was so chaotic and everyone at first, we definitely got like 50-50. Like half the people were not vibing with us at all. yeah, And the other half just thought it was so funny. Uh, so and good. so we ran with it.
0: Did you wear the sweaters out of the store is the question.
2: Uh, well, I bought, so I bought all the sweaters for everyone. <laughs> no like one comedy. was there. And so I walked in and I ordered five Green Turtle X. And this lady just looks at me and I, I remember I made the joke. And I was like, I just want to make sure I get the size right That's what I said <laughs> to her, thinking she would totally get that this is a joke. <laughs> Cause I got an extra large, a large, a medium, a small, and she just stared at me, and I was like, I, "I'm not actually buying these all for me." I, <laughs> I just vividly remember that she's just so weirded out. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm just making sure I'm getting the right size."
0: She's oh, like, "There's a dressing room yeah, over yeah. there if you want." <laughs> oh, <geez>. that's awesome.
1: <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Well, obviously, well, New Zealand was was that your first like big trip? making stuff or when Ooh, did when did that no, start? No, um, Because uh, when was the New Zealand trip? New Zealand trip was 2019
2: uh November, November 2019. So right before the good old shutdown. Yeah. You know that that thing that happened? Yeah. Yeah, right that before lip. that. Um but yeah, no, I've been traveling for before that probably about 4 years ever since I graduated college. Mm-hmm. Uh, I graduated in 2016. Okay. And uh You know, for kind of full story here, I picked up a camera um, like my freshman year of college, loved it. Uh, I went to a school, UC Davis, where no one did creative stuff out there, um, which was a blessing in disguise because I became the only creative person on campus. Uh, And so everybody came to me. And so I was able to make some money. And the beautiful thing about that is like I also learned how to be an entrepreneur. Like nobody taught me this. It would just be like people are like, I like your videos that you're making with your friends. Can you make a sorority video? Can you make a football video? Can you make a video for my small business? And you know, at the time I'm like hundred dollars, let's do it. And I was like, let's go making so much more money than minimum wage. And then then I rolled that basically once I graduated, I'm like, I'm making okay money and okay money to a 22 year old is probably like five to 10,000 a year. But I mean, it was enough to pay my $500 of rent and booze for the weekend. And so I'm like, that's all I really need. And so I'm like, well, why not? Drop the rent part and just travel. And so Mm -hmm. that's what I did. And I just basically for the next four years I wasn't full-time traveling, but I'd be on for about like six to nine months of each year and then off for you know, and back home for like three months and uh, Yeah, it was it was a lot for sure. Did you
1: grow up in California?
2: Yeah, I grew up. Um, right now we are in Santa Monica, for those listening, uh, where I live. And I grew up just about 45 minutes out here in a town called Claremont. Okay. Um, and then I moved to San Diego after college. Everyone thinks I'm from San Diego because that's just a mm. big Chargers fan. They were from San Diego. I love the Padre. I love everything about San Diego. Yeah. Um, but the creative community just wasn't there. So mm-hmm.
1: found myself up back in L.A. where mm-hmm. I grew up. So yeah. Very cool. And plans to stay here? or. Yeah, I don't know. Full time travel or what? I don't
2: know, man. I've moved seven <laughs> times in the last seven years. Jeez. Like, think about that. That's seven different times I've had to, like, get on my ship, pack it into a yeah. car, figure out what I'm going to do next, different roommates, different living situations. Yeah. And it's uh, definitely not a fun thing to do, but also, like, you know, it's something I have to do with just changing, you know, scenery and changing roommates. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, you know, LA. Definitely not my long-term plan, Um, but probably for a couple more years, I'll stay in in LA and uh, just see where things go. Yeah, it's just the creative community here is unmatched in terms of like how many people are out here making things. And Mm -hmm. so the support system is pretty awesome. Yeah.
0: Very cool. Is there like a go-to creative community that you have out here right now?
2: Oh yeah, I mean, I have my friends Dylan, Alex, they help me out with all my videos. My buddy Chase is still down in San Diego. Um, But he comes up whenever he can, and then, uh, yeah, I have a pretty solid group, and there's a lot of people that, like, I've worked on, like, one-off things with uh, that have just showed up and, like, could help edit or just show up to help on set, which is really cool. Then you don't really get that in San Diego. So it was just one of those decisions I made where I'm, like, just got to throw myself into the fire. L.A. is still not quite my scene, if you will, Um, but... You know, it, it is unmatched in terms of how many people hustle out here in the video photo world. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So when when was the decision to start doing YouTube? Was it post-graduation? Um, making stupid videos and posting them on YouTube <laughs> around that time like we all do? So, uh, yeah.
2: So YouTube for me was just a kind of casual place where while I traveled, I could just put up fun little recaps. Yeah. Um, and then the decision to take it seriously was the pandemic. Was once everything locked down. By that time, I had already had... I think when it started like 17,000 subscribers. So I I had basically all from one video. I made a My Year video kind of shitting on travel influencers and it blew up. <laughs> and the irony of it is like half the people don't know it's a joke. And. <laughs> you know it's it's pretty funny but that yeah that's my that's my most viewed it's got like 1.1 million on youtube i'm like sweet (laughs) and that's still to this day the algorithm just pumps the hell out of it it's like one of the top results on travel video um and so i'll get people that follow me and have no idea about any of the (laughs) nuanced jokes and they're very like 2017 oh yeah like so it could not be more niche like mm-hmm. talking about luma fades and talking about <laughs> zoom transitions oh, and yeah. teal and orange it's like the most Everything. niche jokes um, but yeah that, that popped off and so I already had a, a decent YouTube uh, a little bit of momentum you know mm. uh, and then the pandemic started and I was like well can't do anything might as well just start editing videos and then I made uh, my first super 8 video uh, uh, called if we all die tomorrow which was Uh, the day Tom Rosenthal dropped that song and you know you got a lot of film uh, film listeners out there (laughs) so you know that if you want to make a Super 8 video you just basically got to put a Tom Rosenthal track on it to make it it feel good and he dropped If We All Die Tomorrow like the day before I was planning on releasing it and I took the song that I had scrapped it put that song on titled the video If We All Die Tomorrow and for the longest time it was like The video itself had more views than Tom Rosenthal's. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It was like his music video or something. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, (laughs) here's a funny little (laughs) (laughs) little thing. Um, I tried to, like, (laughs) me at the time, I tried to dodge, I don't know, my dumbass. I was like, maybe if I speed up the track 102%, (laughs) YouTube. won't knock me for this (laughs) (laughs) obviously they knocked me for it they're just like why is the song commented on the video and he's like this is great but I can only imagine him sitting there just being like why the fuck did this guy speed up my song (laughs) like I made a song you don't have to speed it up and I was like whoopsie daisies Um, but I made that video and that did pretty well and then I made a song called cameraman which also did very well and then uh, it was immediately kind of like you know, within three months of the pandemic started, I, I went from like 18,000 to like 35 or 40. So wow. I grew fast in yeah. like a few months of the pan- and everyone's sitting at home just right. on YouTube anyway. So it was a perfect time. And then that's when I was like, I can maybe take this seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang.
0: So you're kind of at that point getting into some of the jokes, the parody, having fun with that, leaning into it. And then I'm sure a lot of people know you dropped the infamous Peter McKinnon video. Oh yeah. What did, what did that do? What was that whole experience like?
2: Um, man, it was a crazy experience altogether. Especially like, you know, being we're in such a weird, again, niche bubble of like the photo film community, mm-hmm. and you know, you see the the Peters and the Sam Colders and the Maddie Hapoyas of the world. Like when you're watching and you like view them as basically celebrities, and you're like, dude, one day, like if I could meet that. And so, uh, when I made the switch to go full-time into YouTube I I kind of made like a strategic move there where I'm like you know what what if I made this kind of playful video calling out Peter McKinnon like heavy air quotes calling out uh (laughs) and I make a song about him just to get his attention and I'm like I remember pitching this to my producer Marco I'm like okay we make we make a song about Peter and like worst case scenario like it just gets a little traction because his name's in the title and YouTube will start sending some of his audience to my page. And then you know how the algorithm works. Yeah. Once, you know, it'll start connecting our pages a little bit and I'll, I'll get a little bit of, of traction there. I'm like, that's worst case scenario. And I remember being like, best case scenario though, is he finds it and he's like, dude, this is hilarious. I'm gonna make a video about it. And I'm like, I don't think it's gonna go that far, but like that would be cool. Yeah. And. It was a really cool moment to just go through that whole process and have that like kind of speak something into existence situate because I mean you guys know when you're creators you don't really know there's so many times when you create a video where you're like this is the one this is the algorithm buster like this is the one that's gonna pop off and then Mm -hmm. you watch it just die and you're like how? <laughs> Why? But this was one of the few where I'm like, okay, this is gonna happen. I'm pretty confident on this and everything lined up and then Peter gave me the full shout out and gave me like his endorsement and um mm-hmm. uh, sent people to my channel and that you know, getting twenty five thousand subscribers in the span <laughs> of like three, four days was pretty crazy. Yeah. But you know, there's good things and then there's bad things that come with that because now sure. Uh, 33% of my audience was, you know, from Peter's channel and, uh, you know, I had to reintroduce myself and it was just kind of a an interesting, now I'm in this whole different spotlight, mm-hmm. um, but it was awesome. It, You know, having his seal of approval kind of skyrocketed my career and, uh, you know, immediately different brand, like I have the best relationship with Polar Pro now, they're just my boys and that 100% started because of that video and they were like, saw your peter video yeah we just want to send you some filters and i was like i'll do you one better let's hop on a call yeah and uh i was able to like spark you know and i like to think not to toot my own horn but like i've always thought of things through like that business lens yeah Mm -hmm. so i was able to you know it was a funny video but Mm -hmm. there was a whole lot of strategy behind it yeah and i knew like something like that it the moment he would shout me out i was like okay I know that there's going to be a lot of traction around like, how can I keep this momentum? How can I? And so every like brand that reached out, I made sure to hop on a phone call every. And so uh, it was a crazy time. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, my whole career is defined by kind of like funny gags and mm-hmm. things like that. And so that's why I always try to like make sure I stay true to my roots, which is like true travel filmmaking and, mm-hmm. and creating actual short cinematic films. Mm-hmm. And uh, making sure that people know like damn sam he's a a hilarious guy he has all these crazy ideas Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day he still makes incredible stuff that's worth watching every single time and uh that's at my core because when you do have those running gags it's like it becomes somewhat of a thing, like I made a bunch of Nikon jokes, mm-hmm. and now I'll meet up with a bunch of people and they just drop a Nikon joke. <laughs> and now I'm like, I'm a Canon ambassador. I'm oh, like, shit, oh. Nikon actually has a reason to not like me being a random dude. There's a, literally a potato next to you. <laughs> That's the potato? <laughs> not the potato, but I bought that. I just went to the store because I'm <laughs> making a, Chris a Howe, who you guys just talked to, um, and- he had me, he just was, he's doing a video. I don't know if I'm allowed to get much of it. He's doing a video where I essentially need to have... I'm sending him a clip where I have a potato in my hand. Um, and so that's why there's a potato next to a Leica. <laughs> what a contrast. Right now. Um, Leica, Leica? 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 You Leica. got it. Leica, Leica right, cool. and a Nikon. Nikon, yeah. But, yeah, you... you you know you try really hard to make people laugh and and have these funny bits the turtleneck the Mm -hmm. the nikon the peter mckinnon stuff but then also you don't want to completely meme out your
0: right your personal brand and only be
2: seen as as uh the funny guy and as Mm. the so i think i found a decent balance so far um but yeah i struggle with that for sure
0: same feels like it humanizes you a lot though like the the joke side of it is like oh it's like that's cool. Like he's got a sense of humor. It's you're fun. Able that you're able to be self-aware
2: to, like, with it too, which right. is yeah. really nice. And like that's my biggest struggle. Is I I can't be like I can be serious, but it's really tough for me to do regular YouTubey things. I mean, I right. feel like I'm in a great, uh, you know, great, what's the word? I can't uh company that's mm-hmm. what I'm looking for. I am mean, great company in terms of like it just sometimes when I just do YouTube shit, I sit back. I'm like, did I want to do that? Or did I hmm. feel like I had to do that? And then, yeah. you know, you, you get sponsors and you need to pay the bills and now you need to make them happy. And so you end up kind of posting videos that you may not have been as stoked on. But, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's just that constant push and pull, but to have the, Comedic element. It's mm-hmm. so refreshing to me because that's who I am, right? Like I talk shit. I like to joke around It's just very true to me mm-hmm. um, and I can't take myself seriously right. And I think that's where it all stemmed from where mm-hmm. like all the people in the travel space were like Walking around looking off in the distance when they got to these cool locations mm-hmm. and they were filming their hands and they were just doing Things that were to me. I'm like that looks so ridiculous <laughs> And then I would start traveling with people and they'd give me the camera and they'd be like, can you get a quick shot of me, bro? And then they would like look off. And and I'm like, dude, I can't do any of this. I can be, uh, and so I had to figure out a way to like kind of make fun of it and kind of, but you know, everyone's got their own style and everyone, like I shot a video with Carl Shakur who, just the coolest dude ever. And like half the stuff he's doing is like ripping on a motorcycle with the his jacket flying at like 90% of the time shooting. I'm like, dude, if I was doing that, I'd look like such a dumbass <laughs> So everyone's got their own thing. Uh, but for me, I'm like, I needed to be able to laugh at myself. I needed to be able to have that humor mm-hmm. to like, th- it allows me to take myself seriously because I at least can be like, okay, I made fun of that now. Now I can kind of do
1: it. The the two things I've come to realize with an online presence of getting people to trust you and trust what you have to say for me has been self-deprecating humor and speaking about things that other people don't feel comfortable speaking about. Like those two things I've come to realize like earn a lot of people's trust. And so whenever you do flip the coin and say something serious, then people are like, oh. And then actually sit and listen,
2: which is tough for you
1: because you're perfect. <laughs> so, <laughs> definitely not, you know. <laughs> oh, dude, you it, said that so earnestly. <laughs> oh, me, new, yeah.
2: I heard you made a mistake once just to try it out and you didn't, and you didn't like
1: it. So, you're like, I'm not gonna do that again, <laughs> okay. Uh, but what's crazy, I mean, like in all reality, I I tried, I've been doing therapy for like five months and like really trying to figure out all of the nuances of this career because it can mess you up psychologically. Oh yeah. And surely like anybody that's watched my stuff recently is probably like, oh, Eric's really going through it. (laughs) Like like he's getting real existential and philosophical. Um, But I think that's kind of at the core of of who I am and in my creativity but i resonate a ton with like the business stuff where it's like there are meme videos that i've made that people who i never thought would knew who know who i am now know who i am and that is a lead into potentially doing an interview Mm -hmm. on the podcast and it feels like every time we do one of these interviews now we're like on a texting basis with somebody who's that much more connected to somebody else and we have much bigger plans down the road business-wise. And so like all of these small connections that are being made now are going to have a crazy impact with like future plans that we have mm-hmm. as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully we'll be making things that other people who have a following like wanna be a part of. And more than that, we just love getting to know other people. And we, I mean, we just came back from Hawaii mm-hmm. and Matt Pierce was a guy who invited us out to be on his show. Shout out Matt. Yeah, he's he's a legend. And I'd never really watched his stuff before that, but like seeing how many people he's connected to and it's such a good idea and wait, you I had my headphones on. Oh, you did. I didn't know it was because so you wanted confused to confused because there was never, I didn't have my
2: headphones on for the first part. And I'm sitting there Continuity. and you said, you said, shout out, Matt. And I swear shut up, Matt. I'm like, I'm like damn, we're he seeing you your dog. Oh, this is um, this too is But then I realized how muffled it was. I'm like, yeah. why do I have my headphones on? <laughs> Man, I'm not a professional.
0: <laughs> I'm also realizing as you said that, that was a nice break because that jogged my memory. I think you're gonna go see Matt soon.
2: Yeah, I mean yeah. The, that's the plan. We've we've talked about it. Uh, I, we did we for like just six have to, months, yeah. We have to coordinate it. Yeah, yeah, we have to make it happen. But I've told Matt like so I, I completely plan if, on, on doing it.
1: Yeah, yeah, we. I mean, we're a we're a testament to it being awesome. Yeah, Dick, yeah Do
2: it. I mean, shout out to that. For those of you who don't know, Matt Pierce? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a uh, just a. I hate saying the term "smaller creator" because it sounds so like. But he has a, in numbers terms, yep. a smaller YouTuber who's doing it right in mm-hmm. terms of like how to grow, like just mm-hmm. authentic say, hey, I have something to offer you. Yep. Um, and basically is flying people out to Maui mm-hmm. and uh, uh, doing little, a cool, interesting style yep. podcast interview while people do cool stuff in, in Maui. So shout out Matt in mm-hmm. terms of like trying to figure out different ways to break into, you know, and it could be so intimidating mm-hmm. with so many people and I feel like that's why for both of us, like comedy was uh, like a refreshing take on it because mm. if you can find any kind of videos that are even slightly different than the normal videos. You know, the what's in my camera bags and, and those kind of YouTube videos and people take notice and uh, it definitely stands you out from the crowd. So yeah. good on you, Matt. Yeah. Little plug there. If
1: you need a van recommendation while you're there, we got you.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. GM g m gm2 green two. machine two the green machine the green machine the it green sounds machine. like good times are had in the green machine
1: <laughs> no one talked about what bad. went down in the green machine <laughs> dude we had some we had some moments on that trip
0: it was fantastic yeah
1: we uh, deadlifted a boulder off a cliff to clear the road it was pretty great
0: that was awesome yeah. that was the not the, the best it was part your it highlight. Was, i really loved that to be honest. Yeah. we couldn't Get through! So Steven like, screamed at the top Dang. of his lungs to
1: Dang. get that thing over the cliff, and no one heard me. Yeah, we which one? Of, which it? one of you
2: was more confident with it? Which one of you was more bolder?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, this that's... guy, Sam Boulder, over
2: here. <laughs> ah, come on! <laughs> I don't even have children. <laughs> <laughs> I live for dad jokes. <laughs> oh, man. I think it's just, just by us making those jokes, oh, man. a child somewhere appears <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're a dad to someone. Was, you say I'm a dad to someone, now? I guess. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So, yeah, you were the more bold one. Yeah. I was going to make another inappropriate joke, <laughs> but I decided not to. <laughs> no yeah steven was definitely the muscle behind that operation that was
0: it was very fun i really liked it yeah yeah yeah
1: anyway highly recommend definitely do that um so we all we always like to get into like (sighs) me being me and us being us just Mm -hmm. trying to get other people to see like the real kind of feelings and being in a long form conversation you get the you, you can you can start peeling back the layers on like the superficial stuff that you might see on YouTube or you know like what are some of the struggles that you've had recently or historically on your channel I know before we even started recording you're just talking about like oh I gotta appease the algorithm and all (laughs) that um yeah I mean the luckily I mean I haven't it hasn't been up until
2: recently where I've had a little bit more like annoyance with the quote-unquote algorithm Mm -hmm. um but for me, I've never really been bothered by that because I've been able to do things that are so different that, like, mm-hmm. even if the algorithm doesn't catch on, like, people are sharing it and people are... Yeah. And so that's why, you know, I've, I was talking about... I struggle with, like, trying to find that balance of, like, always being the guy with big ideas mm-hmm. and always being the... Because people... Like, I, I pride myself in being like, oh, Sam dropped a video. Like, what did he do this time? You mm-hmm. know, I love that. But also to do that, it takes a lot of work and a lot of effort and, like like... You know, to drop $20,000 on a video that gets 12,000 views is, you know, not disheartening because you're still doing what you love and you're able to. But like after a while, you're like, dude, it's draining Mm -hmm. to like do that over and over. And uh, um, like I hope people would see how much effort and and time and like I haven't made that much money because like 95% of my videos, like the whole budget, I put back into like Mm -hmm making it happen um but that's been a struggle of mine of like always trying to be that guy and so like i would love to just sit down and do like just have these kind of regular conversations just be a real person instead Mm -hmm. of like be a, you know don't be the idea of sam newton be sam newton be sam um and it's like to sit down and just be able to talk to a camera is great but then obviously you know when you wake up it 9am and roll over on your phone and if you don't see a big punchy red arrow pointing at the 10 biggest reasons why you suck then you're not going to click on the video and so it's hard (laughs) or if like I you know the video starts and it's just like hey guys today I'm going to be talking about it's like you know yeah nah Nah, where's the crazy music (laughs) I need my brain needs something faster (laughs) um (laughs) but you know it's just it's crazy that 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 kind of becomes something because you want to just be creative and you just want to make things that you really love but mm. that I think that takes a toll because you know I always want to do big crazy ideas and I have so many big crazy ideas and I'm going to keep making them yeah. but being able to like do things in between and for those maybe not to do as well it's kind of like well I'm not a bad person I'm a good person like I'm interesting right like mm-hmm. you know how can yeah, Danny verts can just sit down what is it about that guy? God everyone fucking loves Danny uh, which makes me angry because yeah. I'm like I'm oh, a good guy, love me but Danny can just sit down and like talk about toilet paper and balloons for 15 minutes and his audience would be like dude Danny this is so great while well, his dog comes up and licks his face and it's just he's the most genuine guy and it comes across that way yeah. um, and like I don't think I'm disingenuous in any way shape or form but like I'll make a video of me just sitting Down like, man, where's my Sansa? Uh but yeah, I you know, you have those thoughts that creep in, and I think that's definitely a struggle. And then I think the other biggest thing, you know, which every creator talks about is just kind of the loneliness aspect. Um I'm single and so like on top of just like making everything like I don't have an editor. I have my buddy Alex who helps me out with a lot of my big projects, but I'm still editing everything yep. i'm still wow. managing myself i'm still doing yeah. everything top to bottom yeah um which is great yeah. but like you know sometimes you need to get rid of a little bit of control which i'd say is a problem of mine Yo. um <laughs> but yeah we we're talking before this i'm like it, an assistant would be nice mm. at some point but even then like Another big problem, I would say. This is this is just now therapy session with Sam. You know how to make a man open up. It's those eyes. It's just perfection. They look into Eric's eyes. Steven's getting jealous. Um, <laughs> 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 no man, it can be it can be lonely at times, and and uh, I think I suffer from like, you know, which is the most privileged thing to say, but like this idea of escapism, where like I'm always if I'm not happy, I'm like, well it's because I'm not traveling. Mm-hmm. Like I just need to get and being like a travel videographer at my core as like my identity is who I am to, you know, not be able to just get up and leave one day. Mm-hmm. It You know, terrify, or like, will I be happy if I'm just in a city for two years straight or will I always make that excuse like, oh, I'm not happy right now because mm-hmm. I haven't been somewhere with tropical in the last, mm-hmm. you know, and so uh, try not to look next so much and always push towards that next thing you know being okay with wherever you are Mm -hmm. yeah
0: yeah
1: yeah yeah It's very good
0: very cool you were traveling recently though to Mm -hmm. Norway I've always been you've always been
2: I said, I'm currently Cur- currently <laughs> suffering from escapism. I said, I haven't gone past it. I will. I have been Pre- traveling and I will day. be traveling. I will run away from all my problems. Um, yeah, Norway. We shot a film for Canon out there. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Absolute dream project.
0: Yeah. W- was that the first sponsored video you've done with Canon? Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Yeah. So um, I keep getting lucky with <laughs> crazy like sponsorship opportunities Mm -hmm. that come, like we were talking before this, Artlist was my very first sponsor, 5,000 subscribers, I think. They reached out to me and they were like, hey, we like what you're doing, we think you have potential, we'd love to you know, start funding what you're doing. And I was like, this is awesome, because they would pay me a small amount monthly, but that freed up some time to Mm -hmm. not do client and focus on YouTube. And then the next big one was uh, Canon came and basically were like, we're doing this, we're doing this program where we're we're having like six ambassadors and it's going to be like our highest tier level of ambassador one of um and it's Ben Haggerty, uh Roy Kramer, Miss Hatton, um a few others who I can't quite think of off the top of my head, but these are all incredible filmmakers, like world-renowned filmmakers and photographers. Every single one of them has blue check mark, you know. Um And all of these people, Mark is one of them, Mark, I'm missing his last name, but all these people are are shooting just like Adele and Beyonce and, you know, documenting, Mark's documenting like street culture out in New York and like the coolest stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm the only one that's like not verified on Instagram. And I'm like, how did my name get brought up in this board meeting? (laughs) Like all of these people documenting like... (laughs) cultural icons and then like the potato dude like that's the guy i want <laughs> so that blows my mind um, but yeah that was I, I got i got onboarded as a canon ambassador which still to this day is crazy to say out loud um and they were like hey we have this program we're going to give you all a small budget to make something happen um small is not the right word uh I didn't get paid a lot out of it because of how much money Norway costs yeah. but they gave you know a decent sized budget for me to make this happen and I was like well everybody in this program was going to get the same like opportunity mm. if I'm going to stand out like I'm going to do this now so I pitched mm. the concept I turned this around in you know two months it, it didn't wow. go quite as planned. Uh, I showed up to Norway, and uh, I basically Norway had a three-day quarantine at the time, which you know I I knew about, but then I didn't know about the the fact that I had COVID a month prior, mm-hmm. and on PCR tests, if you have COVID, it, it keeps showing up. Um, and so I tested negative on arrival on my antigen, but then three days later, you need to test back out, mm-hmm. and I tested positive, and so I had to do ten days. In quarantine, and I couldn't leave. Like I couldn't buy a ticket out of the country. I couldn't. Like I had to stay there, um, and so that was so much fun. <laughs> Especially because Norway's so cheap, and I had three friends who I flew out for the project. Yeah. Oh my god! Waiting in Norway for me, yeah. mm-hmm. and so I'm paying for their flight. Like we had to reach, we had to change all these flights, and um, and all these things. that I'm like covering, uh, and. You know, it, it was annoying to say the least, but there are so many worse problems to have in life mm-hmm. and it, it was an incredible position to be in. And what was supposed to be a 10 day production out in Northern Norway in the Arctic Circle turned into basically like a three and a half day production. Okay. And we took it and ran with it and still made something that I'm incredibly proud of. Mm-hmm, and then we yeah. premiered it in front of 200 people here in LA yeah, at sick. this whole event and uh, yeah, it was great. And I just wanted to make a splash in front of the Canon team and really wanted them to be
1: like, we made the right decision with mm-hmm. potato guy. Over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that seems like a resounding thing with you is uh, being quick to the punch or doing something differently. And I think that's a lot A lot of people struggle with, with just seizing up and being afraid of failing at trying things. Um, we even experienced that in a, a microcosm on this last trip mm-hmm. with we went all the way out to the east side of the island one day mm-hmm. to go to Hana, tried to go to a beach, new requirements so that you need uh, a permit or a reservation to get in. It was raining all day and we're like, all right, let's just keep driving around the Island. And we, we did. And we ran into this, the most insane rainbow we've ever seen with like all of Maui's east side landscape. It was just like, it was just one of the most insane scenes we've ever come across. Mm-hmm. And it's happened to me multiple times in my career of just like being persistent and being willing to roll the punches you get you get met with serendipity so often when that kind of stuff happens and you just stay persistent um, and even even some of what Steven's going through in his own personal brand now with uh, connection to moment do you want to talk about that a little bit
0: yeah yeah uh, I'll yeah. Put you on the spot. Yeah. No. Totally. <laughs> talk about uh, it now. Talk about it right <laughs> now. now. No. I mean, honestly, kind of in the same vein of what we talked about with like the self-deprecating, show some humor, be relatable kind of thing. I did that with uh, Willem Verbeek's Long Weekend bag that he released with Moment. Made like a sixty-second parody video, just as a funny little thing, mm. put it out there, and it it ripped. It got in front of Moment. One of the product support managers. Replied to the tweet, and he was like, "We just had an all-company meeting, and we showed this video to everyone in the company, and they all loved it. Like, great job! And it was a really cool moment. Mm-hmm. And then that just kind of went from there. I made a review of the bag, got connected with them further, and we've been talking a lot back and forth. I'm like now an affiliate with them, and I'm like slowly like that working. was your moment, dude. It, that <laughs>
1: <laughs> he said it, and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. There we go. <laughs>
0: Um, But yeah, no, that back and forth has been really cool. It's just been like slowly um, gaining more traction. And now Willem and I are connected everywhere and kind of going back and forth, which is cool. And it's just, it's fun to see how little thoughtful, well-timed things can Mm -hmm. just really explode. And then if you play your cards right after that and you work hard, you make cool things, you're nice to people, then it goes a long way.
1: You made the, the meme video about it, which the joke was like, he posted it to twitter like this bag's never gonna leave my body and then one of our friends was like bet and so he just made a whole parody of like
0: wearing it in the shower <laughs> and everything the one at the gym was the worst yeah. i was so embarrassed i was like i'm really gonna be that idiot with a fanny gym bag. influencer dude yeah <laughs> that's, that's good. good i've never heard that. that's good but i'm like putting on like a shoulder bag i'm like okay time to but, deadlift i guess but
1: beyond that he was like i'm gonna quickly make a really good review of yeah. this afterwards mm-hmm. and then he yeah he spent like an entire week making this review which is exceptional Mm -hmm. and that's really what i think solidified that move to them for sure that you're like someone to look at and take seriously just
2: going the extra mile man it's Mm -hmm. crazy it's like just as simple as like if you're applying for a job which i can't imagine a ton of people listening to this podcast (laughs) are out there nine to five in it but like (laughs) say you are applying for a job like it's crazy the statistics behind just like reaching out in person and be like hey my name is xyz mm-hmm. and i just sent in my application um i would love to make sure that you got it in i'm, I'm excited for it. nobody does anything like so just taking it the step further the guy who won my editing contest had an incredible video his name is Aramis, but he won because he won well, did not because but like one of the things that made me be like oh that guy mm-hmm. was he made a whole like editing breakdown of his edit, Mm. which was equally as cool and badass. And like just little things like that, Mm. just going the extra mile, I don't think enough people do. And I mean, if you're, you know, not too many people, comedy isn't something that like comes naturally to Mm. most people. And so when you're able to be funny and if people are genuinely think you're funny, like Mm. that is an outlet that I think everyone should should take if you have you know not everyone but anybody with you know (laughs) that understands comedic timing and then wants to practice getting into it because i think genuinely true there's a small amount of people that make people like oh my god that was funny Mm -hmm. and you know some people might think one person's funny while another person doesn't but like if you can make people laugh and have that ability it's such a talent to break into any industry any and and Being different in the filmmaking world and like having that comedic approach, like, you know, having that self-awareness can easily, you can make any video about anyone, Mm -hmm. i.e., you know, moment or Mm -hmm. Peter or whatever it is, but just make it somewhat self-aware and funny and then also make sure they know it's in good taste. Mm -hmm. And if you do it well enough, then they're going to see it, Mm -hmm. right? there's no doubt that at the very least a friend texts them the video and be like yep dude what it might be a bad bit like i've yep. had a few people make videos about me and i'm like oh, okay it wasn't the best <laughs> but uh but i saw it right and yeah. look at the very least it's like you know if you want to get somebody's attention, that's a phenomenal way to go
0: about it just yep. show them that you put a, some effort totally and has anyone made a song about you yet
2: <laughs> One person has made a song about me. Okay, uh, uh, don't want to put him on the spot. Yeah, it, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: I'm pretty sure you can find it. Everyone can form their own opinions on it. Sure. Okay, cool. Um, it was good. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so good. It's like when a, a friend describes you as their, their friend, like, oh, tell me about Jeremy's new girlfriend. Like, she's so nice. So- <laughs> I'm like, I hope no one ever describes me as nice because that means there's a thousand other words that they passed up on mm. to get to nice. Yeah. It's like, God, think of anything. I'd rather be a dickhead than nice, man. I'd rather be like, Sam, I hate that guy than just the guy who blends in. Mm-hmm. I don't know, personal opinion there, but uh, yeah, somebody has, and it was, you know. Shout out to him. Though. Was he nice. did a full production. And it was cool, and I, I follow him now, and um, I can't... Keyboard King is what his Instagram name is, but I don't remember. There we go. Yeah. But yeah,
1: cool. Yeah, props to anyone who's willing to try anything and mm-hmm. get it out into the world because I same I mean if you, you have to shoot your shot, you have to at least give it a try. If you, mean, you mean take your shot, right?
2: <laughs> Cue my song. Oh, oh fake fans <laughs> over here, dude. <laughs> Steven knows. We're bonding. Frick.
0: Take the shot. I'm sorry. <laughs> Steven <laughs> did better research than I did. Oh my god! Well, Ben worked on that one too. Yeah, that, that, that was true. his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Saw sure it. I've seen it. I'm
1: just—it's very that's good. All the all amount of it. stuff that we watch other people. Yeah,
2: make. yeah. Well, also just to watch other YouTubers, like it's like I don't expect like other YouTubers to watch my stuff. It's like right off the bat, if that makes sense, because being yeah. a YouTuber, like right. I don't really watch too many. I don't either. Other YouTubers, yeah. I don't. Yeah. yeah,
1: I like watch running vlogs and yeah it's just like obscure things yeah or that,
0: sometimes we'll all like as a studio take the time together to like watch one person's new right. video and but we're, like, all yeah, like, yeah, we're all yeah, watching when, each friend, when it's videos. like my yeah. buddy and i yeah. know and it's like
2: oh but like peter's gonna post eight videos
1: during this podcast so right. like i'm not, not gonna be able to watch all of these right. videos
0: <laughs> sorry bud i can't handle it dude
1: i started working on my maddie Hapoya impression on this trip though he's like <laughs> Oh, wow. This Sony <laughs> camera is so good. You have to see this. Like, whoa, it's blowing my mind. You gotta, you gotta
2: set the camera on the table and fidget with like 15 things in front of it real
1: So, guys, whoa. Like, how can you even make a sensor like that? Like, oh, okay, I'm gonna go one wheel now. I'm just spinning in a circle <laughs> on a one wheel. For 15 minutes, love you, Maddie. <laughs> uh, but I'm thinking I might need to make that. I think I might make a whole parody video of, of just impersonating everybody. That's fantastic. Yes. And uh, you, ha- you have to. Yeah,
0: you've got the accents down. Yeah, or I just don't know voices How many too. more I
1: have, honestly?
0: But I think you have enough.
1: I noticed that. I, I didn't realize I had that in me until this trip. Yeah, that was phenomenal. <laughs>
0: Maddie, you a go, and you're like, oh, I just came out of nowhere. <laughs> That's
1: crazy because like <laughs> yeah. impressions, I feel like are
2: one thing that. When you said you had an impression, my first like thought like I started cringing. Yeah, I was you're like, like oh no. No one does good impressions. Yeah. No one ever does impressions yeah. that you're like and that was spot on <laughs> so well done. Yeah. Yeah. I,
1: yeah sometimes and other people it just you try it and you're like oh, I can't I'd have to like work on that for weeks.
2: You gotta do your impression by yourself in your mirror a yes. hundred times That's before weird. you ever bring it out. Yes. It's weird well, but <laughs> it's such a funny vibe You thought. have to. Yeah. <laughs> 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 just Eric standing in his room <laughs> on a one way spinning around kids knocking on the door dad no no wow this Sony I'm gonna switch
1: <laughs> I'm that was good good job Eric good job. <laughs> there's, there's so many times Sony in the mirror Sony. over and over oh. again oh, oh wow wear a beanie okay
0: that should have they have the video open It's like we or like ends we like open the door and we're like Eric what are you doing
1: no don't bother Nothing. me <laughs>
0: you're like what we're like, stop <laughs> stop no
1: Dude, no no we, yeah I feel like so many times where I do a new impression I'll start it to you and be like no 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 yeah yeah, yeah. No. You're
0: like actually that's that's not
2: happening. I yeah, I mean that's the kind of friend you need. Just like impressions, there's a yeah. thousand people that well, are like,
0: like. I make music. Yeah, dude, like, oh, you, you never know? want to shut down somebody who has that sure. creative yeah. endeavor. Yeah,
2: but you know, if we're being blunt, be realistic, ninety-five percent of people <laughs> aren't very good. Yeah, you know, aren't Simon Cowell wouldn't be like nice. Sure, you're on in the next round. Yeah, but,
1: but you no. know, there's other things that you could do to impersonate people instead of like their actual voice. Because I mean. Maddie has those distinct things, mm-hmm. but you could do like Jesse Driftwood does a lot of like the way he ends his videos. I like I think you're great, and this is great. So <laughs> that's all good here. It's what I I just said. Okay, bye.
0: <laughs> I love
1: you. Bye. <laughs> and yeah, I love seeing all the quirkiness and being super observant of each each person. I might I might get one of you. We'll see. I mean, yeah. you can
0: you can just whisper "bye" into a mic, and that's Danny. Yeah, it's just one word at that point. Yeah that one's pretty easy yeah
1: um okay so what are what are next steps you got what are what are the dreams oh, you got big man. plans dreams i'm living my dream right now yeah. and i can honestly
2: say that which is crazy and that's if you want to talk about like things to unpack like you know you hit this what's next um you know i'm not like i said i'm not by any means making an insane amount of money doing mm. this i'm not you know i don't have a huge studio i don't have but like I live comfortably Mm -hmm. um I don't have kids or a wife and I'm able I like I'm just me so I just have to pay for me Mm -hmm. um and so I love the freedom of my life I love Mm -hmm. being able to get up and go and no one tells me Mm -hmm. that I can't and I know I'm in a rare position because eventually I would like to settle down um but I'm in this rare position now where you know if I booked a ticket to Indonesia tomorrow nobody's going to be like Dad, what's for dinner, Dad? Yeah. <laughs> where dad go? I need jokes. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, um, but yeah, so I I really am so proud of where I've come, and I I think I need to to be better at like just sitting and being happy with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then you know you always you raise the bar, and then it stays there. Sure. And totally. so you you create a new floor for yourself, and anytime you dip below that floor, it becomes it. You know, my floor is somebody's like dude, if I could ever get, yeah. you know, like I posted a video today and I think it got in the first like six hours, it got like 3000 views. And mm-hmm. for me, that's not very good. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at it like, damn, mm-hmm. that video sucked. But like, I know some people if in six hours if they got 3000 views, they'd freak out and look at it. And so I just need to be better at, at just understanding that that's still, I'm in a great position mm-hmm. and I could still drop five videos that all flop mm-hmm. and still be in a position where i'm like doing what i love <laughs> yeah. and i'm creating things that make me money while doing it and uh so yeah i i i love where i'm at um next steps i want to it's funny because whenever i make more music all i want to do is make more yeah. like travel films yeah um and whenever i make more travel film i want to i haven't made a, any kind of funny <clears throat> songs in a while and yeah. now I've, I've gotten quite a few in the pipeline that i'm pretty excited for. Great. Um, so we're gonna work on a few songs right now, Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, keep telling stories of people that I care about and love being able to tell my friends stories Mm -hmm. is really cool. I just Mm -hmm. went out and shot with my friend Erica, um, and got to, to, to make a little piece about her. Obviously, Eye of the Storm was a Mm -hmm. piece about my friend Julia. I got to go to Costa Rica with Carl Shakur. These are all people that I know, Mm -hmm. um, and I'm friends with and like to be able to make that kind of stuff. On a bigger scale with your friends is awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not a very goal oriented person. Um, I'm not a big three to five year plan person. I'm a big, for me personally, what works is just I know what I like. And as long as I'm like ge- genuinely happy with where I am right now, mm. then I can always. Renavigate the ship and i think that's the beauty of youtube is like people understand that you're a person and Mm -hmm. if i wanted to change up and start doing more videos one direction or another Mm. uh, people are understanding of that and um yeah so it's a very long-winded way of saying i have no idea (laughs) what's next i'm just gonna keep doing what i'm doing i love it um i want to make people smile man I i want to keep my legacy as you know as uh something where people can be like sam no matter what, like always made videos that he loved. He was a funny guy. I'm saying this as if I, but you know, you get very- uh, He's nice. Yeah, he's not That's the last thing I want. <laughs> um, you know, my a buddy of mine, Josh Newman just passed away a few months ago. Hmm. And that struck like a oh, uh, big chord in me in terms of like, obviously I knew him and I, yeah. he was a buddy of mine, but then to also step back and be like, okay, well, what would my legacy be? Like, do I want to mm. be known for, like, am I really bothered about whether or not I should make a what's in my camera bag video? Mm. Or, like, am I able to step away from that and be like, man, he always had these big ideas and he made them happen, mm. you know, regardless of the situation. And that's what I want to be known for is yeah. as being able to, you know, for people to see that, like, I have big ideas and I act on them um,
1: and make them happen. And that's kind of my big... thing yeah 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 um we're constantly facing that because we photograph weddings and film weddings and i've you know i've said it quite a bit on my channel it's i mean we're even in a stage now where like it is really difficult to like step up to the plate and do an eight or ten hour day because it it is just exhausting it's emotionally and physically very exhausting to shoot a wedding
0: and working throughout 2020 and 2021 under the crazy circumstances Mm -hmm. and still like all of that everything being
1: postponed a million times like clients postponing their wedding three times you know and having to navigate all that but at the end of the day like those same kinds of legacy situations especially on the filmmaking side it's like you're putting the voice of a family member that is now gone into a film and that's Mm -hmm. one of the only things that they have left from that person or even just creating legacy images where like so many people in the wedding world in the wedding photography space are chasing after the wanderlust elopement travel thing and yet the thing that is posted in people's homes are like smile look at the camera mm-hmm. you know and like things that like sure those are great pieces but like some of the like some of the ones where your face and the person is like looking at you or you're seeing a distinct memory is so much more valuable than like the epic portrait on the mountainside um and i even on a personal level too like that's that's why we've been getting into film photography a lot more as well it's just like the process of that is so much more intentional um and really just gives us the ability to photograph what matters more to us than burning through digital images which is wild
2: yeah. you know you have all this stuff at your fingertips mm-hmm. and you just want to go back in time yep And you just want to make you want to figure out a way to make the process harder mm-hmm. so you think about it Yep. you yeah. know and so that's something where i mean my all my everything in my studio my studio is my bedroom mm-hmm. is my you know this is my place to relax my place to work uh it's everything all in one mm. so i drive myself crazy and just the idea of having like a separation of an office and a room and like going you know figuring out ways to you know create for it, or like just the idea of a commute right yeah. you you're not only physically going somewhere but you're mentally going somewhere mm-hmm. you're able to check in and out of where you're you know and that's way more than just like an annoying little car drive that's okay oh my windows are down and there's the sun and man i like yeah. that uh, the way that coffee shop looks yep. and like that's something i don't have where i'm like yeah wake up i walk and i'm like up oh, here's the same room and <laughs> now i'm looking at three beautiful things <laughs> <laughs> but you know and i'm just you know, roll over check emails i gotta get better. you know i'm trying to get better at just taking walks around the neighborhood and have little to. things like that yep. but it's crazy yep. how just like trying to slow down and being intentional and, and slow down your life and being more stoic It's like such an important thing with all assets, film photography, regular photography. Yeah. It's wild to me.
0: Yeah. My wife and I just moved to Chicago eight months ago now. And prior to that, I was working out of either like apartment, like home office, or just like bedroom setup for four years. And moving to Chicago and now working out of the studio that Eric and I and our friends all work out of has been an absolute game changer in every way that you've just said. Of like, I I never thought, I I felt like such a, a weird, like stupid millennial, I was like, I really love having a commute now when everyone's trying to like, always like work from home and all this stuff. I'm like, no, I love leaving my apartment and getting out of there. And exactly what you said, like, I have a really beautiful commute. There's like the lake on the right. And I'm looking out and seeing like the way light is interacting with stuff or whatever it is. And and I get to the studio, I'm like, okay, it's work time, awesome. And then I go home and I'm like, ah, it's all that is physically there. I couldn't even do anything if I tried right now. Like, great
2: there's good things about every situation Mm -hmm. man and it's funny how like i look at that situation with like sparkly eyes as a you know i'm living so many people's dreams like i want to work for myself and i want to but then when once you get there you're like ah wouldn't it be nice to have an office Mm -hmm. and like a team around me where like you know hell if somebody told me what to do once in a while i wouldn't complain Mm -hmm. um and it's just hilarious how that works and and uh yeah that's one of the most toxic sides of our community in general is just the constant shitting on nine to fives and the idea that like nine to fives and regular jobs are just not okay um and like and it sucks because i'm a a a travel guy (laughs) (laughs) i'm literally the definition of like what (laughs) perpetuates this like terrible idea of like why are you working in 95 when sam's in bali <laughs> sam's in bali working on a new video yeah. with a hot girl and you're in your office yeah. doing accounting your yeah.
1: your next channel needs to be nine to five travel guy nine to <laughs> five.
2: <laughs> what's up guys welcome back to nine to five travel <laughs> guy where you learn why you're a piece of shit for having a <laughs> nine to five dude
1: it's so true i look at we look at our parents generation and i think so much of us are like i, I never want to live that life you're like i never want to have the commute i never want to have those set hours and only make that much mm-hmm. and benefits and blah, blah blah and you're like all and then you experience what we experience and you're just like oh man that consistency then i look back and i'm like okay, now I know it's gonna be such a challenge for me when my kids get older to then go to every single game and every single show and like the way my parents did Mm -hmm. because I'm going to be so involved in the creative projects that I'm doing Mm -hmm. and because I love it so much. And it's this balance for me where you have to be like, okay, well, you have to think intentionally now. If you wanna show up that same way your parents did for you, then you need to figure out like, okay, then maybe it is a nine to five for you. And I've been following nine to five for a a long time now. Just studio nine to five. And I have a a home
2: office. You've been doing what? This podcast is over. <laughs> I thought this was a
1: podcast
0: for creators. You're not working 27 not, hours a day. Not suits. What? Oh
1: shoot. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Wait, please be my friend still. I know. <laughs> no, but then like every once in a while we go on a trip like we just did to Maui and yeah. I haven't, you have you you still have that freedom, right. you yeah. It's, you know, and then having that flexibility and being in good communication with my wife and the rest of my family, our extended family and even people in the studio mm-hmm. or them coming along for it so now I mean we're doing a full documentary this year and it's going to be a lot of travel so now I'm like okay I need to figure out maybe one day a week that I just take off because Mm -hmm. I'm going to be going on more trips Mm -hmm. and I do want to be present like my kid just was basically on a team of bullies bullying this other kid the other day and I'm like I have to do that over FaceTime like I have to now teach him that that's not okay and I'm like that's hard I want to be in person talking to him about that yeah. um and so you you start to feel all of those challenges as then you become a parent and all that stuff um but yeah I mean I it's 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 wrapped up in a lot of the content I've been making recently i just like that's why I love talking about diversification of income and getting equity in certain things because I'm at a point now where I'm like I can make one video a month and just kind of pursue a couple other things yeah and just kind of like be okay from here on out and my personality doesn't like that i constantly Mm -hmm. want to be pushing Mm -hmm. and like no need to make more need to do more um hustle harder but so much of me recently has just sat back and like i'm actually just kind of content like not going as hard and sitting back and enjoying simple parts of life and not Mm -hmm. Not worrying about growing. Jesse Driftwood recently on Twitter said something to the effect of constant growth is, is, um, uh, what was the word he used? Paradox. B- yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, Because
0: yeah. they were talking about, like, I think channels growing and, like, the yep. content changing over the years and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. It's, um, I can't remember the word he used, but I even came to the thought of, like, 10, 20 years from now, people will literally, like not be on the earth anymore and not following you and then there's literally every five years people don't like the thing that they subscribe to you for and Mm -hmm. like it's just going to be this empty chasm of numbers and it doesn't matter Mm. and so he's overrated is the word constant growth is overrated yeah and it's starting to become that way it seems like as youtube has aged more and these platforms keep aging more that chasm keeps growing oh yeah
2: i mean then then you dive in the whole black hole of what is tiktok and instagram reels and Mm -hmm. like people blowing up over and that's what i was talking about earlier in the pot like if you blow up over one or two videos that's great but then you don't i always equate it to like building a skyscraper Mm -hmm. right if you take years to like pour the cement dig the hole you can slowly build that skyscraper and over time it's not going to topple but if overnight you build that skyscraper you didn't have the time to lay the foundation you didn't have time to it's just one little tiny thing and you're like oh canceled and your audience is like yeah you know, i was never with him anyways but bye <laughs> <laughs> goodbye as opposed to like oh you know maybe that person made a mistake but we've been riding with him for seven years now like mm-hmm. i i know that he's a good person at heart and that's good yeah so all these things are, are pretty crazy with just algorithmically and numbers and how much people chase that and you know yeah and for us it's easy you know you all listening right now it's easy to to look up at us and be like screw those guys because we're in a position where we have we've gotten the views and we we have the the income that's coming in because of that and uh you know we're we're at a position where now we can look back and be like views don't matter and numbers don't matter because we've gotten the views and we've gotten the numbers which i know is an annoying thing but i think when it's such a reoccurring you know topic of conversation among people that have quote unquote made it whatever that means Then there's got to be some weight to that. There's got to, it's got to mean something if Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, and especially with Instagram Reels, like you made it a phenomenal one of the best. It's crazy because I have like a whole notes where I was like making an Instagram Reel. Welcome to the world of YouTube, right? I have this whole like <laughs> notes written down about like my thoughts on Instagram Reels, and then Eric dropped his, and I was like, that was perfect. Damn it! It's <laughs> like that was so good. It was I was I loved it so much, but also damn it. Yeah. Uh, but no, you made so many incredible points of just like, man, you don't need to be doing all these things, and like, there's this mm. constant, and like for me, Instagram Reels isn't my thing because I've tried like. I haven't actually posted any, but I've tried sitting down and like editing these. And I'm like, what am I doing? I'm not having fun. I'm not mm. th- remotely enjoying this. Um, and for what, like maybe the growth will get me a little bit more money. Mu- but like, I'm at a place where I'm happy with where I am mm-hmm. and I'm making videos that are make me very happy. And regardless of what platform they're on or how I'm doing it, it's mm-hmm. like, it's just not me. And so I stay away from it. And so everyone can do their own thing. But like, I just think the people You know, we brought up Matt Pierce not by his viral Instagram reel, but by, you know, what he's doing. So Hmm. maybe Instagram reels and TikToks work phenomenally, Hmm. but there still are absolutely other ways to break into it and and if anything now is the perfect time because everyone's focusing on this short form content Mm -hmm. like if you take a different approach Mm. you're all of a sudden different Mm -hmm. you're you're doing things differently which is crazy to me so like yeah for me it's just not my thing it i i don't really vibe with it i turn on instagram and i get so painfully uninspired Mm -hmm. I have I have TikTok that I download once a month where the algorithm fries my brain and I go on it for three hours and I'm like it makes sense but now I can't download that again because I know it I'm an addictive personality and so it's like I don't get inspired by any of that stuff and then I watch something by like Tim Kellner who I don't know if you know who Tim Kellner Mm -hmm. is Tim to the wild just an incredible like cinematic short film Mm -hmm. filmmaker that he was kind of like in with uh, um, Ben Brown mm, or yeah. back in the day and yep. like you know he dropped like one of his first videos in a long time and and I want, went and watched it and I'm like damn this is so good and it didn't get like you know back in 2018 his videos would all have like 300 400,000 views 500 this one maybe had like 30,000 mm-hmm. and for him it's on that big but like it's still to me just so inspiring and like mm-hmm that was a cool moment for me because I know that there's a small amount of people that even if I post a video that doesn't do well that'll see me and be like "All right, Sam's staying true to who he is Mm -hmm. Um, I like that I'm inspired by that I'm gonna go out and create something that's true to me and so that's really really important to me
0: Mm -hmm. I love that yep your skyscraper analogy reminded me of a show that we're watching right now called We Crashed. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's,
2: it's so cute. You guys are watching um, a show together?
0: Oh. Well, no. we well, oh, no.
1: watching
0: it with our wives. But are you staying
2: episode to episode? Like, yeah.
0: We, yeah. We,
1: you show our to office, office and you're like, you did not yeah. watch that episode. Without without yeah. <laughs> we're you? actually holding off right now so we could go home.
0: It, <laughs> yeah, because a new one just dropped on Friday. Yeah. But it's, it, uh, it's basically about growing way too quickly. It's the story of WeWork and like the rise of it and then the crash yeah. of it and that whole conversation. It's like, That's an ironic oh, yeah. name right there. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, rapid growth uh, isn't always the best thing. Yeah. And that show is a really good illustration of it.
1: What I think what's so profound to me um, with YouTubers that seem to be just in a really healthy place is that their YouTube or their TikTok or their Instagram or whatever is an extension of the thing they're already doing. Mm -hmm. and it's not it's not the thing they're doing so it's just really really fascinating where it's like if this platform didn't exist this person would still be doing this and it would still be very fun for them to do and Mm -hmm. they enjoy it and going back to some of the running youtubers that i watch it's just i know like who who, i basically know who they are now and they would absolutely still be doing this entire running lifestyle it's just the fact that they're documenting it now and it's not super polished or whatever and so that's the hard place for us because we're like, it needs to be produced so so well. And so from time to time, I, I just kind of keep going back and forth and in balance and just being like, okay, I want I want this thing to be produced very, very well. Yeah. What's so funny you brought up the Instagram reels video. I almost didn't post that. Literally. Because you didn't think it was Yeah. Uh, I was like, no, this is uh, yeah. too rushed. I we shot it. It was literally like I just need to I just need to post something. That was kind of the mentality but when i wrote it it out it was everything i was feeling recently but i was like no one's gonna care (laughs) like it's just gonna fall flat and be stupid and it's gonna be a waste of time to like finish this edit but i pushed through and i did it and then it got like an enormous response and i'm like (laughs) (sighs) Ugh. yeah but that again shows me that the extension of all the thoughts that are up here and just sitting down and making something and it's really helpful to have friends to like help because if he wasn't there i wouldn't have made that yeah yeah um but then to hear it resonate with people in that way is really wild to me
0: i just remember too we actually had to reshoot the last couple of yep. shots for it because the audio got chalked and i was so, so you were mad. so yeah. mad yeah I, Yeah.
1: that's when i was ready to just stop yeah, yeah. i just keep looking back to make sure
2: <laughs> checking the levels i'm like
0: okay woo, woo, woo.
1: <laughs> every time you bring up audio i'm like mine's good, mine's yep. good. <laughs> yeah but yeah there's so many there's so many things that have resonated on my channel over the years where it was just an extension of the things i was feeling Mm -hmm. just sat down and and talked about it and then those are things that resonated with a ton of people and it didn't need to be something super polished um but but there is a time and a place where like Mm -hmm. you know i've been making more cinematic shorts recently but it's it's been over the course of a week or two weeks and most of the time before that everything i made was just like two days three days like go pump it out and I've just really enjoyed slowing down and like Mm -hmm. either making things that I know I'm capable of creatively like to the level it can be made or just sit down and say something like that a lot of people aren't discussing or talking about that I've been feeling
0: I've heard Sam wants to start sitting in front of the camera more and just talking. Uh, do you have any recommendations? Oh,
1: I just want to start laying on the floor more while I do my video. Do it, <laughs> Thank you, dude. It's the best. Yeah, makes
0: for some cool shots.
1: Not gonna lie. Just think outside the box, really. A lot of people. There were two comments on that video that said this gives me Bo Burnham inside vibes, and I was like, yeah, it. Yeah, yep. it's a huge inspiration to me, and we totally channeled some of that mm-hmm. when making that. It's like. It's crazy to see what people pick up on Mm -hmm. without having a very clear depiction of that inspiration. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. That was very fun to make. I like that one. But yeah, I made a financial video in Maui.
0: (laughs) As you do, (laughs) come to Maui. In in some public places also.
1: Yeah, it was pretty painful to talk about that stuff in front of strangers.
2: Nine to to five travel guy needs to head (laughs) out to Maui. I'm pretty sure I need to make an appearance.
0: Show just, up in a suit and tie. Just
2: walk around Maui and just yell at people who have nine to five. Oh yeah. Look at well, guess hands. what? I don't have a job. <laughs> I work for myself. You see that
1: van? I filmed my hand out that
2: window. <laughs> that's, that's all the show is. I just walk into walk into different offices and just smack people in the face.
0: Papers off the desk. A
2: slave to the system, man. <laughs> just don't have
0: a job it's so much easier yeah i know <laughs> yeah. it's a good place to end it <laughs> i think so yeah. yeah sweet well sam thanks for hanging out with us man appreciate it
2: absolutely mm-hmm. i've been waiting to say this the whole time but steven you got a great voice man <laughs> your voice is just it's true A-1. Oh, When i man. started diving into these and started listening to a lot i would just you know, I, I actually oh. have a, a whole thing where I just cut up different sections of things you say. <laughs> just play it back to me at night to go to bed. It's nice. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> just make sure to little gas you guys off each. I called you you I perfect, and make sure Stephen knows that he's perfect in his own little way. But no, man, it was a whole lot of fun. Yeah. I love just sitting down and talking, and especially being on the YouTube side, people see such an edited, polished side, so yep. it's yeah. always fun to... To be able to just just chat it up for a yeah, bit. Yeah. 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 man. Thanks Thank for letting
1: you. us be in the studio. It's
0: really yeah, cool to see you. Thanks for, in for real
2: stopping life, life, man. by. Yeah. 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 Thanks for
1: having me. I appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. <laughs> you can follow Sam uh, just by his name on all the platforms. Yeah, right? Sam Newton on all by all the platforms, Instagram and YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, those, those are my, those those are my platforms.
2: No Twitter, no TikTok, <laughs> okay. no more MySpace. Even though my MySpace was popping up. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah.